Hi, friends. Welcome to Bible Time with Barb. I hope you're enjoying this podcast so far. I love getting to read a short passage of the Bible with you. And to be honest, I'm learning so much about some of the words and what Jesus' teachings meant right along with you. Okay, friends, we have a big week in front of us. We'll start today with Luke 22, verses 1 through 23, where we'll start reading about the Last Supper. And by the end of the week, we'll read about Jesus' burial. So let's jump right in. Make sure you've got your Bible this week so you can read along, a journal so that you can write down something you didn't know before or any questions that you might have. And let's start reading with when Judas agrees to betray Jesus. The festival of the unleavened bread, which is also called Passover, was approaching. The leading priests and teachers of religious law were plotting how to kill Jesus, but they were afraid of the people's reactions. And that is because they knew how much people liked Jesus. Then Satan entered into Judas Iscariot, who was one of the twelve disciples. And he went to the leading priests and captains of the temple guard to discuss the best way to betray Jesus to them. They were delighted and they promised to give him money. So he agreed and began looking for an opportunity to betray Jesus so they could arrest him when the crowds weren't around. The Last Supper Now the festival of unleavened bread arrived when the Passover lamb is sacrificed. Jesus sent Peter and John ahead and said, Go and prepare the Passover meal so we can eat it together. Where do you want us to prepare it? They asked him. He replied, As soon as you enter Jerusalem, a man carrying a pitcher of water will meet you. This guy would be easy to spot because this task was typically done by women. Follow him. At the house he enters, say to the owner, The teacher asks, Where is the guest room where I can eat the Passover meal with my disciples? He will take you upstairs to a large room that is already set up. See, it would have been already set up because most people in Jerusalem would have been preparing for the Passover. And this house probably would have welcomed them because, he was a f- because they were also followers of Jesus. That is where you should prepare our meal. They went off to the city and found everything just as Jesus had said, and they prepared the Passover meal there. I love this section because it's yet another time that Jesus shows us that he is supernatural because he gave a very detailed and correct description of what Peter and John would find. When the time came, Jesus and the apostles sat down together at the table. Jesus said, I have been very eager to eat this Passover meal with you before my suffering begins. For I tell you now that I won't eat this meal again until its meeting is fulfilled in the kingdom of God. See, Jesus knew what was about to happen as, well, as he always did, right? He knew that this was the last meal he was going to eat, and he was preparing for the moment he was made for. He wanted this night to come so bad, and that is the passion of Christ. 
Then he took a cup of wine and gave thanks to God for it. Then he said, Take this and share it among yourselves. For I will not drink wine again until the kingdom of God has come. He took some bread and gave thanks to God for it. Then he broke it in pieces and gave it to the disciples, saying, This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. After supper, he took another cup of wine and said, This cup is the new covenant between God and his people, an agreement confirmed with my blood, which is poured out as a sacrifice for you. So what Jesus just did, we call that the Lord's Supper or communion. And that is exactly why we do it. See, at this moment, Jesus was preparing his disciples for his sacrifice of his body and his blood. And we do it today to remember what he did for all of us those 2,000 years ago. But here at this table, sitting among us as a friend, is the man who will betray me. For it has been determined that the Son of Man must die. Remember, this was prophesied not once, not twice, but many, many times in the Old Testament. Isaiah 53, 5-6 tells us that it was God's plan all along to sacrifice his son. He calls him the suffering servant. To make amends for the sins of all who ever walk the earth. Jesus' death on the cross was a fulfillment of God's word. But what sorrow awaits the one who betrays him? See, Judas was accountable or would be held responsible for his actions. He was no puppet being forced to do something against his will. He chose to betray Christ and was responsible for his bad choice. The disciples began to ask each other which of them would ever do such a thing. I'm sure that that was probably because this was so incredibly shocking. Can you imagine spending day after day with the same 12 friends for years to find out that one of them would betray not just the whole group, but specifically the leader who they all followed? And once again, Jesus showed his ability to know all by telling the disciples what would happen beforehand. Sometimes we call this omniscience, and we know that God is omniscient, so this shows that Jesus was God on earth. Okay, so cool fact you might not know about. Passover, which you can read about in Exodus 12, verses 1 through 28, when God protected the Israelites before they left and crossed the Red Sea with, with Moses leading the way. God's instruction for each household was to sacrifice a lamb and take the blood and smear it on the top of the door frame and on either side. Okay, so what does this have to do with Jesus, right? Well, see the blood of the lamb in Exodus, which they remember during Passover, soon became the blood of Jesus. And it all represents a covenant with God, his promises to us that we can have a relationship with God and that he will be present in our lives. Let's pray. Dear God, you are holy and worthy of all praise. Thank you for giving us promises to show your love and grace and for keeping them. 
take a second and tell God your praise, your thanks, and your prayer requests. God, we thank you for giving us the action of communion so that we can remember what Jesus did for us. Please help us to always keep our promises to you because you never fail us. In your name we pray. Amen. Okay, friend. So what stood out to you most today? Share that with a family member or a friend. And if you have questions about a word or the meaning of one of the stories, ask Ask a parent, a friend, a church leader, or you know what? You could even ask Google or Siri because there are lots of great teachers out there that know a lot about the Bible. If you have a question or a comment for me, you can leave me a message on Spotify's website or email me at BibleTimeBarb at gmail.com. See you tomorrow.